Adam, good morning. Morning, Jack. How are you? I am fantabulous. Another beautiful day for a podcast. Any day is a beautiful day for a podcast. Especially when the sun is shining. (laughs) You can always be shining in the studios, Jack. It's all right. It's a good thing. That's right. Keep those windows open. All right. Or at least the blinds off them, right? That's it. That's it. So, geez, I I haven't talked to you like this for a whole week. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of stuff stuff happens. A lot of things go on week to week, don't they? That's right. (laughs) That makes it kind of uh, interesting for what we're going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about how to owners. Owners of small businesses are sweet spot. That sweet spot is maximum value partners or a coaching company. Right. And basically that sweet spot is how do owners, how do business owners, owners of small businesses under 25 employees usually, how do the owners of these businesses set priorities for the company? You know, business in my in my observations and experience, small businesses under 25 employees aren't too difficult to manage. And the the reasons that it becomes difficult is because people don't stay disciplined. And we're not talking Marine Corps discipline. We're talking, just keep the eye on the ball pretty much. Make sure your team and the whole company, it's only 25 people, know what's important in the company. Now with these MBA platitudes of wellness and not wellness, but uh, missions and you know, all these things, and they put it on the, the walls in the lobby. And, you know, this is nonsense. It's, it's nonsense. You don't have to state those things. You state them by your actions. So with priorities, how come companies get in disarray? How come people are, are often computer, uh, complaining about Lack of communication, not good communication. Whose responsibility is to put out the priorities and make sure everyone knows what they are? And if they do change, people know that changes are being made. Otherwise, why chase the shiny objects, as they like to say? Well, I'll tell you why they usually do it. A, they don't start right with a, with a good plan and execution and communicating the, the basics of that plan. And second one, if they're doing okay, they get bored. The owners of the, the business get bored. And that's when problems always happen. What's the uh, idle? I don't idle. know that for it. The idle, idle mind leaves the evil or something like that. Yeah, it's something we, we something learned like back that. in the... Uh... Grade school, the nuns told you that, right? <laughs> Way back. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, if you if you basically, <clears throat> excuse me, go through the planning process, which we're coming into the season for that fourth quarter, <clears throat> you put a plan together for next year, a financial plan that we, we teach. <clears throat> basically, it's, it's going to forecast your profit, your sales and your profit. We call it a profit plan. My God, is that unusual or not? Hmm. Profit plan is fun. Profit plan is something that will guide the company very well. 
So during that process, you, you establish your priorities for the year. Of course, you want good customer service. You want to execute on time any, any projects you have, be it manufacturing or service-related businesses. You know, that has to be a priority. Um, short of that, what are the two, three things that you would like to see done this year or next year? And how do you set those? How do you determine the importance of the, the those those priorities to the health of the business? Do you need a list of 50 priorities? Of course not. Do you need a list of 10? Still too many. Three priorities. And if you accomplish those way within uh, the time frame that you have available, then you reset some additional priorities for the year. But basically, you know, there are certain things that we can assume. Your employees are going to come to work and they're going to work well. And they're going to communicate with each other and talk to each other and, and uh, work with each other, help each other out. How do you create that kind of an environment? <clears throat> you're, giving me, you're giving me flashbacks this morning, Jack, in terms of uh, early on in, the, in our coaching practice, you know, we would, I don't want to say we would joke, we were just, we were amazed that depending who got to the owner by 10 o'clock in the morning, that would set the priorities for the day. You know, if you didn't get a hold of the owner by 10 o'clock, forget about it because their day was set. Um, and, and often it could be, it's one of those very frustrating things for owners because they feel like they, like they just lose time that, you know, days disappear. Right. And so, Hey, I had an idea about, about what I wanted to do, but also now here it is. And it's already seven o'clock at night. You know, what happened to the day? You know, you know where did things go? And it comes down to when you talk about setting priorities and, you know, um, how do you decide what's really important? How do you decide who do you listen to? All right. So do you listen to those internal folks? You know, do you listen to your employees? Do they have all the answers? Do they have, do they have the right priorities for you? Or do you listen to your folks who are outside the business, Jack? You know, folks like your customers, perhaps, right? Or how about your spouse or your kids? They have some ideas and thoughts for you, right? Not to mention all those random thoughts that are kind of around around your own mind. Yeah, Yeah. right? Because you've got thoughts and ideas, right? So I guess it's no wonder so many owners are battling almost exhaustion at times, Jack. They're exasperated, right? You know, it's just they get up, rinse and repeat, right? You know, today's just like yesterday. They're kind of going and going and going, and, and the days turn into weeks, into months, into years. And so we, we saw that as a, as a common challenge and, uh, you know, everything can't be top priority, Jack, you know, as important as everything seems to, you know, seems to be, and people will make their case. They'll, they'll, they'll throw themselves on the mercy of the court, so to speak. And the court is you as the owner, right. And, uh, you know, to, to have you side with them. And so helping to wrestle with some of these kind of questions, Jack, was the impetus for us creating our seven keys to success. That's right. And, and, and the one you started to focus on was, you know, key number two, which is the profit plan, but it's, it's having those seven keys. And again, the, the idea came back, it, it took us, you know, uh, you know, a few years to kind of develop and evolve those, Jack, because it's just, okay, what, as you said, as a small business owner with 25 employees or less, how do you, how do you, you know, get above that fray? How do you, how do you help kind of be the person setting the direction without getting into these deep, dark plans. I was talking before, you know, I want to delve into planning for months at a time. That's not what we're talking about, right? We're talking about trying to get 
some simple plans, some simple priorities kind of set up. And one of the beauties of the profit plan that you're talking about, Jack, that covers all of the activity going on in your business. Anything to do with your customers, with your employees, with your vendors, with, with things that you're buying, with you know, whatever goes on, it's all encompassed there as part of that profit plan. So again, if everything's in there, okay, now the question becomes, which things are the most important? So you touched on a few things, Jack. Like, okay, is, is it customer retention versus finding new customers? Is it employee retention versus finding new employees? You know, which things, again, as you kind of go through, there's, there's got to be a couple top priorities. You're, you're suggesting two or three. I think that's a good way to do it, to try to, to try to narrow it down. Again, come back to our seven keys to success, Jack. We don't focus on all seven keys at the same time. That's the right. You can't of, do that. No, the purpose of the seven keys is try to help figure out which ones need the most love and attention. And depending where you are with your business, it's going to be a different answer as you're looking at those. At those, But from our standpoint, that's a great um, cleanser of the palate, way to kind of reset things. Again, if you're feeling frustrated, confused, overwhelmed, exhausted, exasperated, figure, you know, pick whatever, whatever you know, adjective you, you, you want to use to describe how you're feeling right now. To come back to the seven keys, Jack, always helps to create a sense of calmness and direction and to help get us focused on what we should be spending time on. And that's where those seven keys come in to be very helpful to help figure out when we're trying to set our priorities. And so maybe the profit plan, the profit plan is never, never a bad place to start, Jack, because it's going to show how we're making money. And if we can show how we're making money, that's a good start. Because if we aren't making money, okay, that gives us that gives us some clues in terms of what our priorities might need to be, Jack, don't you think? Yep. <laughs> that's and, right. And if we talk to our CPAs, you know, the CPAs are just say, hey, Jack, all you got to do is either, you know, increase your revenue or reduce your expenses. That's how you make more money, Jack. Yeah, we that's didn't know simple, that. Right? Most, most business owners don't know that. <laughs> that's, that's right. So, so as, as we come back to, you know, what we're all about and, and we're all about the how questions, right? In terms of getting people unstuck <clears> in that state of how, that's great. How, how do I increase my revenues, Jack? Or how do I reduce my expenses? And that's where we're sort of kind of digging into stuff. And so we often will start with that. We'll start with that profit plan. As, as you were mentioning, we're getting in near planning season here. Right now it's, it's in September, but you know that, that fourth quarter of the year is usually the time to start to reflect upon what the year has been, right? And how have we done so far this year? But then starting to look forward, starting to, 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 to plan for the upcoming year. And what do we want things to look like from that standpoint? Well, another, another big thing, Adam, once, once we get the priorities winnowed down to a meaningful few. One thing that, that people continue to knock, people being business owners, small business owners, and many of their advisors, is, is the, the power of having good, efficient, disciplined meetings. Meetings with the key staff, breaking it into two categories, status and working. Bring the key staff together, be it through Zoom, be it through in-person, whatever, or a combination of both. Basically, spend 15 minutes a day reviewing with your top staff, five people out of 25 maybe, and basically go around and have each of them present their area of the project, their area of responsibility, and give a quick status report on it. It's moving right along. Details are in uh, 
this this file, this source, you know, if people want to look more in depth about it. Uh, and, and if all of a sudden we find two people of those five talking to each other and everyone else standing around watching them, the owner of the business or whoever's in charge of that daily meeting should break it up and say, look, guys, go off on your own after this meeting. But right now we just want status. That would be a working meeting. <clears throat> and you can keep everybody informed. You can also be informed of, of issues that, that have happened since uh, sunset last night. <clears throat> and you, you tell me, you know, if you're doing this and you commit to these meetings, you commit at the beginning of the year and you make sure that you're there. Or if you aren't and you're, you know, you're allowed maybe a proxy every once in a while. But basically that enhances the communication. It keeps the focus. It touches everybody uh, who has to be touched on a daily basis. You tell me what gets out of hand if, if that's being done religiously. Nothing gets out of hand. I mean, it, it, it's, it's the owner's job to pull something like that together, not complain and have people complain that meetings are, are just a waste of time. Yeah, I don't like this company because all they do is have meetings and should nothing gets done. That's the owner's fault, pure and simple. Meetings, right? Meetings and plans. Those are things that often have bad names. But I guess your point, part of the, the, the priorities, I mean, priorities can change, Jack, and they can, they can change almost overnight sometimes, right? Things happen in the business. I mean, to, to be realistic, right? So to your point is, it isn't a one-time thing. We say, okay, we're going to sit here today. We're setting the priorities for the next 15 months based on what we know today, right? We're setting them today based on what we know today. But again, let's go back 18 months ago when COVID hit. How'd your priorities change then? That's right. Pretty different, okay. wasn't it? That's correct. The working meeting with your team, your, your five-person team. What are we going to do here? All right. Hey, team member number one, what, what, what kind of effect do you see hitting your responsibilities there? Same with team two. And then so we assess this and we, we uh, you know, we quickly, with, with uh, the pandemic, we, we had to react quickly, depending on the business. Uh, you had to react very quickly to some. So sure, it's going to rejuggle the priorities. So that's okay. Right. You know, we got three new ones. It's the same as finishing up one, adding another one to the pot. Just don't, just don't keep doing stuff because you're bored. Right. I mean, you, you, you know, picture some of these priorities where you got certain things ready to go, and then, well, tomorrow you come in and find out that your top customer, that's forty percent of your business, is is putting your your workout for bid and you're probably going to lose that as a customer, right? It's probably going to change what your priorities are. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe <clears throat> customer acquisition wasn't, wasn't a big deal for you, but now all of a sudden it is because all of a sudden you got to find 40% of your business to replace, right? Or maybe you got to find ways to help reduce some expenses or to, to you know, maybe you have to let some people go. I, I don't know, but the, the priorities might be very different, but, but a top priority, I guess, Jack, as we're kind of talking through this a little bit is, I think it's probably why you started out with the profit plan. You know, that's got to be one of the top priorities, isn't it, Jack? That we're finding ways to make money. You know, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get in discussions about some folks who are some more high tech folks or all these, you know, high end startups that, you know, they talk about burn rate and they're burning through money and they don't worry about making profit, Jack, right? Because they're, they're out getting investors and they're supposed to spend money to develop stuff. And so profitability is often one of those things that's way down the road, whether it be months or years down the road, right? Well, we're not talking to those folks. We're talking to folks who, again, are running, I'll call them, again, most of the small businesses around are trying to just, again, progress day in and day out. You need to be making money 
every month, every year. All right. Maybe you can have a, a month or a quarter where you start to lose money, but you can't be losing money year in and year out because eventually you're going to run out of money. Eventually you're, you're going to go out of business. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so you know, making money, making profit has to be somewhere in those top three priorities, Jack, all the time. Has to be. And the profit plan, the profit plan and education about what's in the profit plan becomes mandatory. If you don't understand it, if you don't use it, if you don't present it, then how do people get in the same boat? The profit plan is the boat. And you want 25 people in that boat, all knowing what, what's important. And that's the job of the owner. And of course, that sets the priority. All the all the interactivity to make the profit plan real encompasses everything in the business. So why shouldn't people know that? All right. Well, the the, the, the beauty of this stuff, we, we talk about the seven keys and three circles, almost like they're independent, but they're, they're all interrelated and intertwined, Jack, right? So we look at the profit plan too. The profit plan, let's make sure we're clear to people here, Jack. It isn't just putting together you know, a, an Excel spreadsheet or going into your QuickBooks or your accounting function, whatever that's going to be, and, and using their budget tool to kind of crank a bunch of numbers out, right? So here we got a bunch of numbers, Jack, a bunch of numbers. You know, it's just things on there, you know, things on there, on their, uh, whether it be their, their, their priority list versus their, their to-do list. We got to figure out what needs to get done. And so I can come back to if all of a sudden we lose our top customer. Okay, well, guess what? The marketing plan, which is the, the third key, that's going to be, you know, going to get rise to the top pretty quickly, isn't it? Whereas before we, you know, we didn't think it was an issue. Also, now we got, hey, we got to fill our 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 pipeline with with new potential customers here because you know we have an impending event here that's going on, right? Or if one of your top people decides that they're going to retire or they're going to leave or something's going on, you know, we were talking to a, to, to a client earlier this week, Jack, where he had, and this is I think probably a common issue. Um, they had one of their key employees had some personal stuff going on and, and, and led to some mental health issues and, and, and some depression issues. And, you know, all of a sudden they weren't sure what they're going to get day to day. You know, some days they're getting a superstar. Some days they're getting, they're getting a little kid, you know, it just kind of, it just kind of depends, you know, it's so also now here you got a key person that you've been relying upon for whether it be months or years. All of a sudden, Hey, you know, you maybe can't rely on that person as much as you thought before. Okay. So, Hey, maybe the organization plan is becoming an issue, Jack, right. In terms of, I, I got to find, you know, I got to find somebody. And so it comes down to trying to figure out, okay, well, all those numbers that we got on a piece of paper, there's activity behind that, Jack. There's, there's people behind that, right? So whether it be on the, on the sales front, okay, well, we've got, you know, customers that are there, you know, in terms of what they're, you know, what they're doing. We have different ways that we're trying to fill the funnel to find new customers, right? So that's going to help cover that, that top line. All the expenses side of things, whether it be, you know, your employees, whether it be your vendors, whether it be other things that you're buying or... You know, rent that you're paying. There's a lot of stuff kind of going on that's that's there, and so it's all that activity that, that that's behind just the numbers, Jack. So I, I want to make sure that I try to be clear that this is just a, a numbers exercise, or we're going into an Excel spreadsheet and, and playing with numbers like that. Again, there's got to be assumptions. There, there's activities. Like I come back to the, to, the, to the priorities. There's priorities that come out of that in terms of what do we need to do first? Where should we be focusing our attention? Whether it be for this week, for this month, or for this year. To make sure that we know, everybody knows, and is on that on that same page. Yeah, that, that's that's just very important. Uh, it, it keeps people on the same page, and it takes a little work to keep that that same page filled 
in the right way. Because things change and it can get very confusing and overwhelming. Uh, processing information, trying to set goals, trying to set priorities. So a lot of people just quit on it. They don't, you know, they just show up and they're going to do the work that has to be done, whatever that means. And they kind of muddle through it. Somebody gets excited and and uh, moves it along, customer calls, and there's changes that have to be made. You know, these kind of things, most companies do it, they go through it, but it's very painful the way they go through it. And they could be much more efficient in setting priorities, focus on the profit plan. And everyone's of the, of the same, same mindset. And that's where you want to get. That's where we want to get. That's where we try to get our clients to, to get to. Yeah, that's the whole idea of getting everybody on the same page, so to speak, Jack, as they talk about. And so come back to those meetings. And you know, one of the things you mentioned in the meetings, and that's it's our seventh key, which is presenting. So part of what happens in meetings is as you go around the room, it helps identify, hey, if we're all in alignment, we all know our top two, three, three priorities, Jack. Then as we go around the room, as we're hearing people present and talk about stuff, those couple priorities should be talked about. Everybody, everybody's got something that they're doing within those priorities, Jack. Now, if I go around the room and we got five of us that are off on our own priorities, because again, we all have our own priorities personally too, don't we, Jack? Right. So that's part of that's part of the battle here is trying to align all those things, right? But as you're going around the room, if you realize, hey, well, I as the owner have these top three priorities, and then my top five people as they go around, if none of those five are talking about my top priorities, wait a minute, what what are we doing? Right? We all have our own priorities. That's where it often can feel like. You know, whatever analogy or, or, or metaphor you want to use, Jack, if we're all rowing in the same direction, or uh, all, uh, that's where these things kind of come from. And it can be very frustrating because it feels like we're just spinning, spinning our wheels, kind of, you know, making, taking a step, a couple steps forward, a couple steps backwards or sideways. Or, but that's where a lot of times people can get stuck. And we're just stuck kind of, again, doing the same things day in and day out. We haven't, haven't agreed upon what those top priorities are for the business. That's right. That's that's extremely important. You know, the, the owner should be spending time trying to correct that communication problem. And the communication problem is nothing more than disciplined meetings and people trying to present what's the purpose of the company it's to make a profit. Nothing, nothing else really is, is more important. You do it certainly within guidelines and values that are, are stellar. That's what you would try to do. But that's what you're there for, to make a profit. So you should know what generates a profit on paper. You should understand that. Most people do intuitively. But unless you see a profit plan pulling everything together, like we just talked about, you don't get it. You can't take these random events, uh, you know, uh, disgruntled customer or a broken machine or something. You just can't, you know, it, it has to move. It may not be the top priority, even though you may think it is in your area. So you got to learn how to work within groups. You got to learn to compromise and, and when to negotiate and when to dig in. Those things are important, not just be wait. Go to a meeting and be told what to do that day. And no, what's your plan? We like to ask that a lot. What's your plan? And if people don't have a plan, okay, you think that's a problem? Think that should be a priority? That they, they know they know that they have to have a daily plan. So it's not easy. 
doesn't make any difference if that's the case. So how do we, how do we, outside of good meetings and presenting, presenting and getting people involved in a profit plan, that if I were the owner of a small business, and I have been, that was, that's what I would do. Or I could get rid of that, hey, we have lousy communication in this company. Get rid of that. And it's not hard to do that. Right. So that's the way I see it, Adam. I like it, Jack. It keeps it simple. Like I said, and and to get a couple a couple of key priorities done within the course of a year is a pretty a pretty impressive thing. And people always want to do more and more and more, and often less is more in, in this case, right? You're able to focus on these things and make sure that they, they get done and get done and get done well. And so coming back with the overarching theme of again, making a profit is what you're in the business for. And how do we how do we set priorities to make sure that we're doing that? Right, that you know that that we're going to be making money this year on purpose, and so if you haven't done it in the past, well, this is no better time to start than now, Jack. Right? We we can always start to kind of forecast stuff out, and we'll often get people started with maybe kind of a ninety-day forecast. You know, maybe you don't feel comfortable, you know, forecasting the next year. Well, hey, here we are in September, Jack. Maybe you can forecast what you think October through December looks like. Give yourself a little kind of test case there and see how you do. And, you know, what kind of priorities do you have to get those, those next three months to be what you want them to be? What do you have to do to make sure that happens? And usually there's things day in and day out that you and your team can be doing to make those things move forward. But if you're on one page, they're on another page and the, you know, other folks are on different pages. Okay. Well, uh, maybe you get lucky. Maybe you all happen to be working on the same things or the same, you know, the same direction for a little while, but it's not going to last. And so, you know, getting that rhythm down and make sure we kind of know is here are the, the, the top priorities. And these are the things that we work on when we have additional time too. People are, are working on those things to make those things start to happen. That's an important part of that focus and leadership as a, as an owner, setting that, setting that course. Cause if you don't do it as the owner, guess what? Somebody else inside will do it. Folks on the outside will do it. I think that's where maybe some of those silly phrases like the customer is always right come from Jack, right? Yeah, I think so. They set the direction of the, the company. They set the priority. Squeaky right. wheel gets the most oil or grease, right? Same think about thing. how stupid that sounds, right? Here, I'm going to give the full power to my customers and <laughs> in, in, in determining what happens to my business. Now, again, we're not saying you'd be tone deaf, but again, you know, uh, you know understanding right? Who, who's in charge here and what are you trying to do? And so if it's always reactions to the outside outside world, the priorities are always going to be set by somebody else, not being set by you. And so that's where it comes down. And that's one of that's one of those jobs of the owner that maybe you didn't know about when you when you first signed up to to start or buy or get involved in your company. But here you are, so welcome. And let's let's kind of get started by getting those priorities set. And from our standpoint, the seven keys, and we'll include a, a link in our notes here to the seven keys. But that profit plan is a great place to start and getting yeah. it laid out in terms of how you're going to make money. And that. That to me becomes exciting for people, Jack, right? It becomes very empowering to where, hey, everybody has has a part of that plan, not only putting it together, but also in executing that plan to make it a reality. To make it a That's reality. That's right. That's right. It's, it's not a hard thing to do once you get focused on it. <clears throat> and once you're focused on it, you're going to put it in place and institutionalize it, make it part of your company. Right. You'll improve communication, you'll improve efficiencies. You can't help but it. 
It takes a little work, maybe uh, in a comfortable period or two, while you, you the owner, get boned up on, on uh, the profit plan itself and accounting to be able to talk a little more about the numbers and the power of the numbers for the company. And here's how your, here's how your plan, here's how your efforts plug into it. So the priorities we're setting are after much thought and participation by key people. Not hard, folks. Not hard at all. That's right. Just has to do it. And, and to your point, we got to fight boredom at times or whatever it might be, or just getting that discipline down. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, let's keep it, keep it simple. There are a couple of things you want to do, you know, every day, every week, every month, here's what we're doing. And it, it gets a nice rhythm down to where um, sometimes you don't even notice it. Uh, hey, things seem to be working better now, right? Okay. Well, it's some of those simple yeah, things. Simple you're right. That's how it'll come around. You know, I mean, it, all of a sudden things are better. Hey, remember six months ago, remember a year ago, the way we used to do stuff? Right. Look how smooth it's working now. Nobody's complaining anymore about communication. Everyone kind of knows what's going on. People are learning. We're getting better. Those things will, you know, they'll be recognized without obviously telling people about it. They'll recognize it. So that's how we handle priorities, Adam. All right, Jack. That's good. Good, uh, good topic. Good show. Um, help people get, get laser focused, which is a fantastic thing. So um, if you like today's show, there's uh, this is show 280, episode 281, Jack. So there's 280 other shows we've done prior to this in the last five and a half years. And they're all relatively evergreen shows. So you know, whatever topic you're looking for, if you want to go to our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. Again, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you click on the episodes tab, there's a, there's a search bar there. And type in a question, you know, whatever question you might have. Chances are there's going to be either one or multiple podcasts that will help address that question. If you don't see an answer to that question, then, hey, send it along to us. You can email us at radio at MaximumVP.com. And we'll, we'll, we'll set up a show to help answer that question for you to, to, to get after it. Because chances are, if you have that question, somebody else in the audience does as well. So we appreciate you kind of reaching right. out and letting right. us know about that. Uh, if you prefer to talk to us, you can give us a call, 877-849-0670. So that's ways to get, ways to get a hold of us. Uh, better yet, if you like to follow the podcast, if, you're, if, you, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, Go to whatever your favorite podcast player is. I don't care whether it be iHeart or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you if you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to our show and uh, it'll be delivered to you every week. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday. Um, so it'll, it'll be put into that and, and, and get into your feed. You can you can listen to us every week in terms of what's kind of going on. And hopefully this will help you through whatever challenges you've got as part of your business. So that's the show for this week, Jack. And uh, we'll talk with you all next week. You got it. Have a good day. <laughs>